Hey guys, welcome to the Daily Dose of Grace. Guys, today is conviction day. You are definitely going to feel something today because I felt convicted every part of the way. Oh my days. If you're new here, hi, my name is Grace. I live in Ireland and this is my podcast. I dive into different topics discussing my perspective on them. So for the month of June, I'm diving into the book of James from the Bible. Um, James is such a good book and I would highly recommend starting with this book if you don't know where to start when you're reading your Bible. As we have done in the previous two episodes, I will be reading the chapter, chapter 3. You can pause and write, read, highlight, underline, whatever you got to do from the chapter and what you get from it. And then skip from when we dive into it. And the time to skip to is 3.55. Not many of you should become teachers, my fellow believers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more severely. We all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect, able to keep their whole body in check. When we put bits into the mouths of horses, To make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal. Or take ships as an example. Although they are large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great force is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. When the tongue we praise our Lord and our Father, and with it we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Neither Can a salt spring produce fresh water? Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic for where you have envy and selfish ambition there you will find disorder and every evil practice but the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure then peace-loving considerate submissive full of mercy and good fruit impartial and sincere peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness Just before we get into this chapter, I just want to disclose that I am no way a substitute for your pastor, 
your priest, reading your Bible, whoever you listen to. I myself have not gone to Bible college. I have not spoken in front of a congregation to speak about a sermon on a Sunday. I am no way, in a sense, qualified to lead a group of people, but this is something that God has put on my heart, and all the points I've made and will mention are what I have gotten from the chapter and what God has spoken to me through his word. So basically God doesn't call us to be anything but just to listen and obey, just like Moses. Moses was filled with doubt and he lacked so much self-confidence in himself. But God said, don't lack self-confidence in me. Like God, don't God said, don't lack self-confidence in me. God calls us to have confidence in him not in our own strength. So I just want to put that out there before anything. Anyways, after saying that, let's get into it. Taming the tongue. We all stumble in many ways. He says that in chapter, in chapter, in verse two, we all stumble in many ways. He includes himself. James includes himself. Remember, this is James, Jesus's brother. He includes himself in this. We all stumble in many ways. He does not make himself higher than us just because he's Jesus' brother. He doesn't make himself lower than us. He uses the collective we. We all do. We all stumble in many ways. Not only in word, but in action. We stumble in word by ourselves with our boasting, exaggeration, our pretentious. We stumble in word with others by our criticism. Gossiping, being two-faced. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 34, it says, For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Like I said in my previous episode, renewing your life starts with changing your mind. The episode is actually called A Changed Mind is a Changed Life, if you want to check that out. But we can't be using that as an excuse. Don't be using that as an excuse. Don't be like, oh, everyone stumbles, it's okay. No, use the fact that everyone stumbles that it should make you avoid condemning yourself because you've fallen off track he carries on to say that our tongue is a powerful tool that it is fire it needs to be controlled because if it gets out of control it has the potential to burn a whole forest when we when you know the power that you hold You must learn how to use the power to its proper but full potential. We have power. We have the power to speak into someone's life for the better. We have the power to make someone's day better. We have the power to calm a storm brooming in someone's head. But we also have the power to take someone's dignity away. We have the power to cause pain that could last forever in someone. We have the power to kill and destroy we have the power and we can either use it for love or for hate good or evil kindness or cruelty but not both because it doesn't make any sense it makes no sense how can you love one day but hate another it makes no sense but we do it anyways how can we praise god one second then leave church and curse his name it makes no sense but we do it anyways 
How can we pray for a blessing? Then go talk ill about your so-called friend. It makes no sense, but we do it anyways. Please make it make sense. It's so easy to turn away because we're sinful people. That's our nature. We are sinful people, but we don't need it to make it our nature. Over the past I wrote, this should not be. In capital letters. This should not be. This should not be your mouth grace. This should not be your normality. This should not be. I should not be. It's a learning process for sure. I know it myself. I'm going through it every single day. But this is something that needs to have full control over every single day. Like a car, you're driving on the motorway at 120 kilometers per hour. You move it too much to the left, you're on the hard shoulder. If you move too much to the right, then you're on the overtaking lane. You need to be full control of the wheel at all times or else it'll take itself on a wonder. We need to do the same thing with our mouths, with our words, with our sentences, with our paragraphs, everything. We hold a lot of power, more than we know. So make sure you have that power on reins. Two kinds of wisdom. Godly wisdom expands and grows into other surrounding people in our lives. Yet earthly wisdom comes to kill and destroy. Heavenly wisdom, well, so wisdom that comes from heaven, it says in verse 17, is pure. First of all, pure. So it's free from anything indifferent. It's free from sinful attitude and motive. It's pure. Then it's peace-loving. It's gentle. It's kind. Then it's considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Everything good, everything in that list is good. Like we discussed in chapter 1, like it says in chapter 1 verse 17, every good and perfect gift is from above. Everything that's good is from above. We want to reap good things, the good wisdom, the heavenly wisdom, because what we reap, we sow. It says that in Galatians 6, what we reap, we sow. Just like it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6, when we give generously, we reap generous. So it says, whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Um, Proverbs 11, verse 25, a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. So when we help others, God will reward us for our generosity. Do you see? Because every kind act that we do that is truly from our hearts, that is the key point of this whole thing, that is truly from our hearts, is a devotion to God. Not acts that are to show off that we have money, to show off that we care about other people, to show off on our Instagram or our Snapchat that, oh, look at me, look at me, look at me, do this and that and that. But it's the silent acts that we do when no one sees us. It's the buying food for the homeless when no one else stops to ask them how they are. It's the acts that we do because we care. Truly care. That is godly wisdom. It not only benefits our life, but it benefits the lives of the people around us. So what can we get from this chapter? Four points again. Number one, we all stumble. 
But we should use that as encouragement, not ammunition to continue in our ways. Number two, our tongue holds a lot of power and we need to control how we use it. Number three, to have godly wisdom does not only benefit us, but does wonders for the people around us. And final number four, do good. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Daily Dose of Grace. I hope it opened you up to a new perspective that you might have never thought of before. I hope I made use of your valuable time and I pray that you have a wonderful week. Tune in next Monday for a new episode available on all podcast streaming platforms. See ya!